You don't need anything. And the whole BlockFi yield thing, this is this is another fiat mindset, right? People got got it in their brain that, oh, well, I need more and more and more uh, to make it worth more. But the only reason people think that is because in the fiat system, $1 today is not worth $1 tomorrow, right? right? So you need that number to go up. Even the most, like, biggest billionaires in the world know that their money is constantly melting, which is why they work towards making it worth more. Hey everybody, this is the High Hash Rate Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Dan. And this podcast is just two plebs getting high and talking about Bitcoin, life, and the absurdity of the fiat world. Our guests don't necessarily get high with us, and you don't have to either. But it helps. Hey everybody, this is Mike from High Hash Rate. Today we have on our wonderful guest that, <laughs> that I only know from one or two tweets that sort of stick in my mind. And uh, we got jeff here thank you jeff for coming on hi hash rate how you doing i'm doing excellent i'm excited to talk about bitcoin i love talking about bitcoin with bitcoiners so so mike doesn't really know jeff but uh i've i've been interacting with jeff on twitter since i got on bitcoin twitter i was like over a year ago i honestly don't remember exactly when i got on but it was a while ago um and so yeah dude when when i got on I wasn't really so much as new to Bitcoin. I mean, I was newer to Bitcoin back then, but I was I was new to being a Bitcoiner. Like I was, you know, I I kind of understood some of the technology and I liked it, but I didn't really become a Bitcoiner, if you know what that means, um, until probably tw- like 2020 or so. That's when I started. Anyway, that's when I started. Yeah, I only Jeff. started until and, very yeah. recently. Very, very so recently. Jeff, yeah. And uh, so, so Jeff's got... He's a podcast host. Uh, he's had a podcast this whole time. I think they're on their, I think they do the seasons. So they're on the third season. And I went on Why Bitcoin podcast um, early on. And then I just did a, an episode a few weeks ago. So, so wait, Jeff, uh, do, you, do you host the Why, what, why what? Bitcoin bot podcast? Yeah, man. We started, uh, me and my friend started a podcast. I was like three weeks into learning about Bitcoin and I just needed to talk yeah. about it. So I figured, all right, man, let's Dude, start a podcast. Hard. Well, I, I needed to do something to talk no, about my Bitcoin sure. no, obsession. No, you did a great. No, you did a great. What, what year is this? Honestly. What year is this? This was, uh, so I found Bitcoin at the end of 2020, around December of 2020. And we started our podcast January of 2021. Oh, yeah. That, so so that that's fucking wild. So it's not, it's not really that crazy. That's a great thing that you did. And it's been really beneficial to you, I'm sure. And you. Dude, like you're, you know, I've known you on Twitter for a while. You've got a decent following that you built up about the same as mine, like at the same pace. So it was like we're crushing it in different ways. But um, uh, what's remarkable about that to me is because Bitcoin's complex as shit, and it's like humbling as shit. And you were into it like a couple of weeks, and you're like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do a podcast, and I'm gonna talk about Bitcoin." And all people, you know, people hear that they're going to be like, dude, you're, you're you're talking about the wrong thing. You're wrong about this topic. Like, fuck you. And like, you, you didn't care. Like, you just were like, dude, I'm going to do a podcast. That's pretty kind of badass. Well, my idea was I went on, I, I must've found Bitcoin Twitter. Yeah. Somewhere within those couple of weeks. And then I found Gigi. I found, yeah, I don't know, all the big names, right? I'm like, these people are geniuses. And then I realized that they, their followings were like, not that large. Like Gigi was only at like 20 K followers. Brecky was low. And it's just like, why are these absolute geniuses of the world? Like not known because I, I come from Twitch. So I used to be a streamer on Twitch and yeah, there'd well, be yeah, cool. 
Yeah. So there'd be idiots on there that have like a couple million followers. And I, I wondered like, how do these people have millions of followers and these people that are talking about Bitcoin, the greatest thing to ever happen to humanity and nobody knows who they are. So I'm like, well, I want to become friends with these people. Maybe I'll start a podcast and see if I can talk to them. And, uh, Dude, that, and that's wild because you like, that's how I, I found your podcast. I'm like, all right, this is like a, some new plebs. I'm going to listen to this shit. Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm newer to the Bitcoin Twitter shit. I'm going to support some, so I'm going to get in on something on the ground floor. So I, I started listening to, I listened to like all your guys' fucking early episodes and like through, I could probably lost track like on season three, but listen to a bunch of it and you guys were brand new, didn't know shit and boom, like right away you had, you got Gigi on and you got some of these names on here. And I was like, damn, like I was on this thing too. And then two episodes later, Gigi's on, I'm like, Oh man, like, these people are going to think I'm an idiot because you, <laughs> you don't want to follow Gigi, but like, you also don't want to like go right before him either. You're talking to some really like philosophical geniuses, in my opinion, uh, yeah. on your show, you got all these people. So I'm like, that's how you're, you're, I'm learning Bitcoin, right. By listening to podcasts and reading, and you're learning Bitcoin by doing podcasts, by interviewing the Bitcoiners yourself. So you're like, yeah. You get to ask the questions you want to hear about. That's true. Don't get me wrong. I listen to a hell of a lot of podcasts too. Like I'm, I'm still absorbing so much like daily, just hours a day, but yeah, it's just the interesting people, man. Bitcoiners are interesting people to talk to. So I want to talk to as many of them as possible. Absolutely. And I also had an issue, you know, what my major issue was, was Doug, my co-host. So when I found Bitcoin, I was like, Oh, everybody's going to figure this out, how beautiful it is and what it's doing to the world. And you tell your friends and then he turns around and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm looking into, I don't know what the fuck he was looking oh, he's into. Oh, shit coining. He was looking into shit coins and he was looking into like crypto people. And I'm like, why the, why are you looking at people <laughs> with crypto in their name? Don't you know that's pure evil? And he's like, what are you talking about? Don't tell me you're one of those maxis that I've heard of. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm one of those maxis. They're the only good people in the world. So it's just, that's yeah. Right. My, but you, my start, whole... you said you started in uh, December 2020. Is that right? that's right yeah i just wonder so, like, how, but how do you realize that shit so early yeah okay. so that's what i wanted to go like tell us back that's, up because man uh, i you, just realized this month it. when you found what what was it about bitcoin that caught your eye that's and a, like sucked you in so hot so fast so hard so it was a weird time in my life it was christmas break of 2020 and i have like a history of going on like manic episodes and i think that's what happened because if you look up like manic depressive disorder, you'll, you'll see For a sure. bunch of yeah. um, symptoms and I hit all of them, which also yeah. I think added to my just messaging everybody. Like, it's mm -hmm. like, Oh, you want to tell the whole world about it. And this I didn't know manic if it, confidence. Yeah. Manic confidence. So I needed to tell everybody. And it also is like, it hinders your sleep, I guess is the way to say it. Yeah, so I didn't right. sleep for four days uh, as oh. I was researching. So I found my first Bitcoin video and then I watched another one, another one, another one. And wow. I'd kind of just stayed on my computer for four days researching. So when people say like, you need a thousand hours of research to really understand it, I kind of jammed you got that it all in, right? You just really compressed it all into the like, I can, yeah, I compressed the hell out of it. Yeah. But how, then it take, then you have to take the next year to absorb all that content that you just smashed into your head. Right. Well, that's the problem is like, I absorbed it all so quick and I kind of wish I wrote down, like I went full crazy. I got like my kid had construction paper. So I got like five pieces of construction paper. I'm like, okay, here's the, here's the monetary aspect of it. Here's the, what it's going to do to people. Here's how it affects history. And I tried to write it all out and 
I lost those pieces of paper. So now, yeah, my podcast is just trying to piece it all back together slowly <laughs> while my brain is like That's a actually right functioning there. properly. That's yeah. a script right there, Mike. Did you, there was did you also, pay attention you, to that? you know, like there was well, also I have, the it on, whole... I have it on video. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I can go back. Yeah, man. And it's just like, I was like, oh, there's the whole tech aspect of it. There's the whole mining aspect of it. There's so much shit to look at here. And it's insane. Oh, exactly. And then, yeah, pretty quickly. You haven't. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just uh, how the way that I think I realized to become a maximalist so quick was that I was just looking at what the maximalists were saying. And I appreciated them because they kind of speak to how I spoke. So I think uh, American HODL, he's not around anymore but he spoke in such absolutes i was like this guy knows what the fuck he's talking about he goes hard and he doesn't give a shit so either he's lying or he's right there's only two options so i'm gonna figure out why he's lying or why he's wrong and that was part of my research i couldn't figure out why he was wrong and i'm still i mean i think that's what a lot of bitcoiners are still doing now is you research to try and prove other people wrong and you can't do it Mm-hmm. All of us are just like, how does Bitcoin break? I still haven't figured it out. Have you? No. Have you? No. Dude, and that's why so, we get so mad at like on Twitter, like when some uh, like Forbes or something puts out some FUD or like says some bullshit about, you know, like how mining is a, a, a you know, it's inefficient or that it's like a liability. Anyways, anything like that. And we get so fucking mad because like we've been sitting, we spent all day, every day going over every scenario about how we could break Bitcoin or how Bitcoin could fail. We can't figure it out. And then when like some art, you know, some journalist put something out that they have faster. Like, no, fuck you. I thought about that four years ago. Everybody else did. This <laughs> exactly. is not, this is not going to work. Like get on our level, like stop it. Uh, and that's how it feels. It really it's, does feel that way. Yeah. It's just that they come out with the most obvious takes, like the ones that you try to debunk first, the energy thing, or right. the government's going to take it over or it's going to shut down. It's like, okay, well, here's why that can't happen. Here's why that can't happen. Moving on to the next. Yeah. Moving on to the next thing. And then, right. Yeah. And then like, so I remember like when your, when your podcast first started, I didn't know if it was an act or you were legitimately like, I remember you being like, why aren't people realizing that this is the most beautiful technology that's ever like, what's going on? Like, I can't, I'm trying to tell people and they're not giving me the time of day. I'm like, dude, is he really out there like evangelizing that hardcore and people are like turning him down? Cause I was like, I got to step my game up if that's what he's doing. I went, yeah, I went hard. I told everybody and it gets disheartening after a while after you tell everybody you know uh and they just either don't believe you or they're so sucked into the fun themselves or they just don't care you feel really alone which is where i kind of started hibernating into bitcoin twitter it's like well i'll talk to these people because at least they get it you know at least they see the change that's happening in the world because yeah it sucks uh, it sucks talking to your real life friends and family and then just thinking you're nuts and and it's also like i like to be right and i'm right about bitcoin but all it is, is you just have to wait and you just have to sit around and wait. Patience. Yeah. Time and that's it. Yeah. So, right. yeah, once you realize so, that. Yeah. So like you were especially probably when you say feeling alone, because you're up in the north there, you guys were, you guys have been shut down like Trudeau's. It's been terrible. So like you guys have been like shut in, disconnected from your communities for a large part during COVID and you find a new one and it, like they, they get you, right? So yeah. it's like that's, there's that appeal to it, or at least there, it was for me. There was that. I was, uh, the guy I was working with when I was living out there still, uh, we kind of just carried on living like COVID wasn't happening, which I appreciated because I was kind of sick of it right away. So I, there wasn't too much of that, but I do have family members that dove headfirst in that were wearing the, 
the face and the shield and the whole thing and not letting their kids see grandma and just like man what are you guys doing so it was more the family aspect and then yeah you talk to those people about bitcoin and they're just so sucked into the machine that they're not going to believe it. They, 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 they'll still deny Bitcoin when we're sitting at 30 million, 300 million. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Of like, course. It's just going to be, no, the TV told me Bitcoin was evil and that it's <laughs> killing the planet. So you're evil and it's, you're killing the planet. Hmm. So you just have to, I just gave up on those people and just like, like, I don't need you in my life, I guess, until you're ready. So I, I had a few really bad. <laughs> don't you think it's our duty to try to get to that person? I've, uh, I've come to peace with the fact I actually was talking to my father-in-law this weekend. I'm like, I'd love to talk to you about Bitcoin. Uh, we don't get to chat very often. I know that you're not, don't really care. Uh, but he was looking to like, he's looking into investments now. And I'm like, do you want to learn about Bitcoin? And he's just like, no, I'm not interested. And I've come to realize if somebody's not interested in something, then you can't right. teach them. Like people have to have interest. It's just like the reason I was obsessed with Bitcoin because I was interested in it. The reason people are, if you're not, what do the, there's a saying for it. It's like, uh, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Or when, or when the, the student is ready, the master. That's the one. Himself. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So all these people are just, they're not ready for it. And it's unfortunate because it's like, oh, your life could be way better. Not just like, get you richer but just if you're a bitcoiner it, you're just a better person they that's that is the part that i don't think people get and if they did um there'd be more quicker converts i think the 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 way that it changes you personally it changes your life uh your behavior just the way you're you're, you're just total outlook and perspective that yeah. is priceless i don't that's that's been a huge difference um I think a lot of I'll tell you, I, I've been much more entrepreneurial since I've right. gotten into Bitcoin. Confidence, self-confidence nice. grows great, dramatically. Just overall positive outlook for me is what right. it was. Like before hope. Bitcoin, Bitcoin is hope. Yeah, hope. It's yeah. literally hope. Right. And yeah, I was like super sad. I was super depressed for a long time. I had totally. a decent job, but I wasn't making much money. And you're just on that wheel and you're just like, I was just trying to get by and just trying to get by means you just spend whatever money you get because you don't right. care and then once you realize oh i can just save this and it's not going to get wrecked like you don't even know that like i didn't even know i didn't know shit about anything monetarily or financially or economic i didn't know anything mm -hmm. so i started looking into how the fiat machine works and you realize oh you literally can't win this game like it's programmed to make you lose so if you're playing that game, you're a slave to that machine. Mm -hmm. And once I realized that, that's when I went all in. I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to hold any of these dollars anymore because they're just useless and they're just trapping me. So I tran uh, transferred everything to Bitcoin and you feel free. You're like, okay, well, here's my money that I have. And here's my life that I have. I'm mm -hmm. going to go live it instead mm -hmm. of complaining about money all the time. Mm -hmm. Right. So. Like again, Bitcoin you, is life. You, yeah, <laughs> is, you dove man. right in, right? So it wasn't too far after you dove in, you started your podcast, right? Didn't you move? Did you, didn't you sell everything? All your, like literally, you sold all your chairs and I you sold, moved across the country. I sold everything. I was in Ontario. We moved to Alberta because it's a little bit more free out here. We wanted to go to Texas or Florida mm. or I, ideally, I mean, 
right away I looked into it. There's a few countries in the um, Caribbean that you can buy citizenship yeah. for, for like a hundred grand. So I was looking into doing that. I'm like, okay, well, if I do this, I can probably do that in like four years, a having or so, and then we can go down there. But the mm-hmm. COVID shit got so crazy that I was like, oh, I can't, I can't be here for like months, let alone years. Right. So we had to get out of there. And then, uh, oh shit, what was your question? No, it's just like you, you, you went oh, yeah, I sold literally all, my shit. all in. Yeah, you went literally all, all in. So I sold all my shit. I had a nice computer chair. I sold that. I made a bunch of furniture in college. I sold all that. Uh, yeah, because I was just like, well, if we're moving, I wanted to be a minimalist straight away. And I've always kind of wanted to be a minimalist. I've always thought like, you only need what you need. And then everything else right. gets in the way. You, you find this when you get a kid too. like, you just mm-hmm. acquire so much shit. Like, I actively try to not like get these random little plastic toys mike i don't know if you deal with yeah, this no like, i deal so, with this a lot bro a lot they're so they just multiply man yeah. and it's like i don't know where they come from and like we we buy nice cool toy sets and like proper puzzles and it's like here's your toys and then around you just shit starts piling up this is a problem with get abundance, rid of it all. by the way this is a problem with abundance is that the neighbor or the friend or the person that their kids are um, done already they'll just keep passing this shit back you know yeah, yeah or goes true. to goodwill or all this shit so it just keeps on piling up in so many ways that's why it ends up in people's houses you're absolutely right and it's all junk it's all just yeah. waste your time don't learn anything like these little transformers or stupid little dolls they're not <laughs> learning anything with this shit like i wanted my kid to uh we got him in a montessori program i don't know what, if you know what that is but of course oh, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, so it's it's about like learning how to be a human, like to take care of yourself. And you realize all these fiat toys that are just, exactly. oh, just distract yeah. yourself, you know, watch this show, distract yourself. Just, I don't want to listen to you. I'm going to sit here and drink and you're going to sit there and play with your dumb toy. And it's just absent, like absent parenting. It's really sad. Like that's another thing that the fiat world leads to, which is heartbreaking. But yeah, all these toys. So I, I sold all of those toys. I sold all my furniture sold my nightstands we still only have plastic bins for our nightstands my wife's a champ for dealing with that because she didn't really get it i'm like no we don't need anything like we really don't need anything and she went along with it yeah she was okay with it uh we we made a really nice well we made a really nice uh kitchen table set that we painted we sold that because i didn't want to move it in the truck it was also about just yeah i wanted the truck to be emptier than it costs less the less stuff you have and it's just easier life's easier and i knew that when we came here we were going to be moving again so i don't know how often you guys move i move a lot moving sucks <laughs> so but the less shit worse moving, yeah. especially with kids yeah, man, moving is tough. so difficult so. i'm gonna i'm probably gonna move again soon and i'm gonna be getting rid i'm not gonna sell everything but pretty much i'm getting rid of so much uh, I'm done. I'm downsizing for a while. Yeah, you don't need anything, man. Right. I bought a house. I bought a house like right when COVID hit. I was like, all right, interest rates just went down to like two percent. Like this is deal of a lifetime. You're never gonna get insurance for, like mortgage rates this low. So I, yeah, I bought a house. I did that. Like I fucking started gardening and doing all like fixer ups on the house. I was just always doing stuff to my house. And so I've got, I've accumulated tools, all kinds of stuff, mm-hmm. just crazy amount of stuff that I do not need. And I'm going to get rid of all of it and go live in a small apartment or with somebody. I don't know. I'm downsizing big. I cannot wait. It's going to be such like a, 
a stress off my back well having the land to garden is like important too though yeah well it was it was a small garden it was this was not like a farm type thing this was like a something maybe the size of a yeah yeah a little backyard thing but i mean mean, it was still good it was like good experience it's like tougher than you think sometimes too Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. yeah so it's it's pretty wild but uh yeah how do you like uh alberta now that's good, man. I work with awesome people. There's way better people out here. They they don't give a fuck about COVID. It's sweet. Um, yeah, it's been nice where I'm working. I overlook the Rockies, which is dope. So I was gonna say you're in a pretty beautiful area, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, literally, I'm I'm a big fan of uh, or a big uh, believer in the manifestation sort of ideals. And when we were in Ontario, still, I said we're gonna move to Alberta. I'm gonna find a dude that's building a house that's overlooking the Rockies and then I'm going to work with them. And my first four months here, I had a shitty job doing flooring. And then sure enough, job came around. I met this cool guy. He's building a house. It's overlooking the Rockies. It's fucking dope. So that's what I'm doing now. And I'm learning how, because eventually I'll build my own home. Um, I know how to do a fair amount of construction shit, but it's nice to just make mistakes on somebody else's dime. So I'm taking Mm -hmm. full advantage of that. We'll see everything that goes wrong and then you learn better for next time. Right. Sounds like you're building citadels, bro. That's the idea, man. Like, I just wanted, yeah, I wanted to get out here, you know, with the minimalist thing, this is my thing, right? It's like, okay, what do you need in life? You need air, water, food, and shelter. Everything else is a want. So if you can take care of your air is free, you find your water. I learned how to install for now, which was free for now. I know. Right. So just (laughs) suck it up while you you learned how to install what Uh, we did a well. So like, dug a stole a well yeah so it's yo like, this is some man shit here it's pretty this dope yeah man shit guy. this is why i wanted to have him on dude <laughs> so yeah you dig a, you like, dig a hole it was like that's like the fucking stonemason meme you know like yes <laughs> yeah. it's, it's actually way easier than you think the truck comes in drills a hole it went like 200 feet down which i didn't know it went that far down you just get this big pump lower it down there and then water comes out it's insane so i'm talking to this guy it's like you'll never pay for water in your life that must be nice and the water so it's so good to drink it's so refreshing it's just straight from the ground so you get your water set up and then you get your land and you get uh his neighbor actually has just got a bull and a calf and a cow in and they have a chicken coop and his neighbor next to them has like a whole bunch of animals so you meet all these people it's like okay well if i ever go hungry at least you know like these people are stocked up and then there's farms all over the place that have lots of cows. So you figure that out Then you get your shelter and everything else. You don't need anything else. So, oh yeah, that was my other realization is like in the fiat world, you know, you work and you're sad at your work and you don't know why you're sad. And it's because you're getting your needs met if you have water, food, air, and shelter. And then everything else that's extra is just saved up fiat for whatever the fuck you buy stupid shit right so i once i realized that it's like oh i don't need any of this stupid shit i don't need anything i just need my main priorities met and then you get all the time in the world you get time to do what you want to do so that's what i aimed for is just i want to maximize my time with my son i want to stop being upset when i'm working and i want to be self-sufficient and anything extra i make i can store it in bitcoin for the future and then life is good. Like it's hope and wonderful and it's awesome. You know, it's when you say it that way, it sounds so simple, so simplistic, but it seems like it's 
what you just described is harder for everybody else to do than it this incredibly complex life that they're chasing yeah man because people love fiat fucking bullshit that's why right. you've been brainwashed to think that stuff is cool so once you realize stuff is stupid and you sell it all and you're like oh i have nothing this is great i can do whatever the fuck i want all of a sudden you're free you're not trapped by that fiat trap of but like a lot of people say oh the lambo or the whatever the fuck it's like i don't want any of that shit i just want nothing and i want time with my kid and then that's it so so just something that i i think is crazy like how our crazy all car yeah culture is now is like all right you just described you like live in northern canada and you sold everything and you like are like learning to build your own house and like drill your own well in the wilderness or just like out you know right like this fucking caveman badass lifestyle but at the same time before you got onto bitcoin twitter and you started a podcast you were a twitch streamer so like you sound like this great this frontiers man but at the same time you know like you're you were a popular streamer what how did you get into streaming what were you doing with that and that's how you met doug T tell that story uh with streaming i was on twitch i was kind of just well part of it was i didn't like my job and streaming was one of those things it's like well i like gaming so if i can make money gaming i'll do that and then i looked into you know how to be a good streamer what how to be an entertainer as it were and i wasn't really good at that so i was like well i can at least talk to people and i know how to do that you ask questions and whatever the hell else so i did that i played video games i met cool people but uh, the whole time like streaming's cool because you get to have conversations with people and that, that was my favorite thing and i always when i left school this was the other thing i realized when i left school i stopped learning and maybe somewhere in the middle of school i stopped learning and there'd be kids that would be in high school that would come into my stream like what did you learn today because i realized if you spend a day and you don't learn anything it's kind of like a wasted day that's how i feel mm -hmm. So the more you can learn from other people to like improve yourself or just be interested in something, I always thought that was interesting. So I play right. games, but I'd more just have a conversation with my audience talking about, uh, I don't know what they learned that day, what they're doing, what they're interested in. Cause there's so like, there's just so much shit to be interested in. Right. Um, you're bored there's, today. You're boring. There's yeah. just, there's endless information at our fingertips. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, and I met my co-host Doug. We actually met on Twitter because I was looking for, I was still in the mood to think, I was still thinking followers mattered. So I was like, oh, I'm almost at 50 followers. Who's going to be the next one? <laughs> Which I realize now is super yeah. gay, but whatever. Yeah, um, but we all did. We all went through that. Yeah. So he was like, all right, I'll do it for you, buddy. And then Doug was really cool because he did a uh, weekly cooking show. And I didn't know shit about cooking either. <laughs> like I was very... I, can't I, felt, this is, I didn't know this about Doug. This is wild. Anyway, just keep going. Sorry. Yeah, man. So I was a very useless person. I couldn't, I could barely cook for myself. I didn't know how to take care of myself. I was sad and depressed and I'd play video games and try to figure out what the hell was mm -hmm. wrong with the world. I met Doug. We kind of connected right away. You know, when you meet somebody, you're like, oh, this guy seems like a legit person. Right. So, right. Yeah. We became pretty fast friends. We, uh, we actually had a gaming podcast for a little while where we would talk shit about what was going on in the gaming industry. It didn't really take off. Uh, and it felt more like work, whereas Bitcoin, talking about Bitcoin, is like my favorite thing in the world to do. So it doesn't feel like work. I don't have to try to, to try right. to think of things to talk about. Um, but then, yeah, we both kind of started backing away from Twitch. And then uh, he was one of the people I messaged because I messaged like, 
yeah, all my all my internet friends, I messaged them, and Doug was the only one to come back and be like, "All right, I think you might be onto something here." Hmm. And uh, yeah, so I was like, "All right, man, I'm taking you with me because nobody else is coming." And so I just <laughs> took them along for the ride. So our show is kind of if you if you listen to our episodes from like episode one on, you literally can see like, well, I, I've kind of been insane the whole time, but you can watch Doug's evolution from yes. being like just a regular nothing person to a crypto person to like a maximalist guy yeah don't do it i remember one episode don't be talking bad about BlockFi. i like uh, the yield on BlockFi. what he said i was like dude, oh yeah that, i mean it, it wasn't like those words specifically but it was essentially that yeah yeah see i had already come to the point I mean, it was probably hodl that said it that was like if, if it's Nihilism. not bitcoin it's a scam man it's like just you don't need anything and the whole BlockFi yield thing this is this is another fiat mindset, right? People got got it in their brain that, oh well, I need more and more and more uh, to make it worth more. But the only reason people think that is because in the fiat system, one dollar today is not worth one dollar tomorrow, right? right? So you need that number to go up. Even the most like biggest billionaires in the world know that their money is constantly melting, which is why they mm-hmm. work towards making it worth more. And it's like, well, Bitcoin doesn't do that. You just boil it down to purchasing power. Once I learned that word purchasing power, it's like, okay, well, what does this buy me? Okay, well, it buys me this today. Well, in four years, it's going to buy me this. You can see that in Bitcoin. There's a good picture where somebody says, like, it was an iPhone and now it's a car. And, you know, in four years or eight years, it'll be a house. It's just that's the way it goes because everything gets cheaper when your money is in Bitcoin. Um, but people are like, oh, yeah, I need to I need to make more gains on my, my crypto gains and start in, like, I need more sats, more sats. And the best way to get more sats is work. I, I discovered that. So work, make value, and then buy right. Bitcoin and uh, sell anything you don't need. So <laughs> I did thing number one, and then I'm still working on thing number two. But yeah, I mean, you don't need yield on Bitcoin. You need to hold Bitcoin and keep it safe and make sure nobody can steal it. And anywhere you put it, if it's if you're not holding your keys, people can steal it. Still, it's a That's bad right. idea. It's just... It's just logical, man. So yeah, yeah. I I struggled with him with that one, but it's okay. Came around. So what what's the aspect of Bitcoin that you find yourself revolving around the most? I think for me it's just uh it, it sounds what? like it really it really did a number on your life. Yeah, for me yeah. it was it was freedom and it was just the exit from the evil system because I really think the whole fiat system has just been pure evil and pure slavery. And just thinking about that and it's a mindset slavery too. Uh you know, I wanted to bring this up cuz Kanye a little while back said slavery was eventually it became a time where slavery was like a choice. I don't know if you guys heard him say that. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And people that. got people got really mad at him and it's like there's so everybody's a slave today. You're a slave if you are on a fiat standard. They're making you work and they're taking your value and then they're making it disappear. So I don't want to be part of that. I don't want to be a slave. And the hardest thing for me too was to admit that I was a slave. I was like, oh shit, I've been in this system. This fucking sucks. Okay, I got to own that. And I think a lot of people don't want to own that factor. You have to come to terms with the fact that you've been a slave for so long that your mental state is being controlled by somebody else saying you need this or you need more or you need better or you need bigger. And that's not really you. All you need is 
air, water, food, shelter in that order. And then everything else goes to Bitcoin and then you just get to live and enjoy the world. So yeah, freedom from, free, freedom from fiat slavery. And I think uh, th- that's what I've kind of started to, this is why I think I'm insane <laughs> because <laughs> it's hard to explain Bitcoin to somebody in that, in that sense of it. Because if you just, yeah, a lot of people don't know how the fiat system works, right? So you tell them like, oh yeah, you're a slave. They think you're nuts. And then they think you're in some cult of Bitcoin, which we are, but yeah, yeah, they're, they're yeah. still a slave. I'd rather be in a cult than be a slave, I guess. Right? Yeah. So yeah, dude, exactly. Uh, what I was going to say was we call it the fiat system. And I think I get like really into my, like everything's metaphoric bag. So you know, everybody else has something in the world right now that they is fiat to them. Like they don't call it fiat, but whatever it is, it's like the evil thing. And everybody's got that. And I think there's just like everybody in society right now kind of feels like the secular mainstream is rotten to the core and there's nothing legitimate. It's all fucking scams. Everything's a scam. Everybody's a scammer. The whole system is rigged to be a scam. And however they are viewing it through whatever lens they're viewing it, they can, they're seeing the same things we are from a different angle and more and more people are finding like, how do I step out of this? Some people are, are going to church and, or some people are going beyond church, you know, because some people do sense that there's something wrong with the money system, the economic system. And I think, I don't think, I don't think people even think it's the money system or the economic system. It's just, the I don't know if they general, man. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. And, but when they start to think about it, more deeply they kind of parse out like what's evil or what's rotten in every part of society at least that's what i did and when you get to the money it's the bitcoin thing and it's so obvious why this is the if you think the system that you're living in is is bad or rotten you can get out of it you can step out Mm -hmm. and i think that's one of those things that i think all three of us get that but trying to convince somebody else to see it that way can be really frustrating well, the craziest thing is that in all of human history, like I like to think about, uh, I, I've always been interested in ancient civilizations and like people yeah. 10,000 years ago. Like that's, that's where my lifestyle comes from. It's like, what do I need? Just things to keep me right. alive. Cause that's What's all Lindy? they needed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a word for it, I guess. Um, yeah, Lindy, yeah. But anyways. Uh, but yeah. Oh, fuck. Where was I going with that? Shit. The ancients. You were oh, the ancients. About. Right. So in all of human history, nobody's ever had the option to opt out before you always had to be stuck in that system if you were in a society or a civilization that was run with more than say you know ten thousand people you had to be stuck in that system you didn't have another choice and this is the first time in human history you can just be like oh i'm just gonna partake in this system i'll just hang out with bitcoiners because and that's when i realized one bitcoin equals one bitcoin because it's like even if even if the price goes down to a dollar again, it's like, okay, well, I'll just find people that want to exchange sats for stuff because right. those are people that are living a better life. The people that still want dollars don't get it, right? So yeah, like uh, I, I got really obsessed with that one Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin idea because yeah, I mean, the price doesn't matter at all. It's just, right. what can I exchange for this? So well, yeah, so... so uh something that we probably talk about on every episode is just we we get into like how important memes are um and how fast they spread and 
it's it's kind of sound like you're, that's kind of the point you're getting to as well. Like, so one of the things I like about Bitcoin Twitter is the memes. I fucking just love getting on there and making stupid memes that kind of make you know try to spread a broader message or make a broader point. And you you kind of do that too. So like, is that how you kind of got really into Twitter as well? Were you was it the memes? It was the memes and just the 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 sayings, which I guess is still a meme. Like, uh, have fun yeah. staying poor, HFSP was like, I I took to that to a different way. <laughs> I think I have a clip on my show where uh, Doug saying like, oh, with the ECB chick, she just came out to say something. I'm like, she's poor oh, yeah. as fuck. She doesn't have any Bitcoin. She can have fun staying poor. It doesn't matter how many euros you have; they're useless. Right. So yeah, it was just coming to terms with like all those sayings where when you really get them. You feel like part of a, a system, even few feels good. You know, when people say few, it's like, hey, I'm oh, one yeah. of those. I'm one of those people. I'm one of the few. Um, I have to admit, you're making me think about it in a different light as well. Just the way you're describing it. Like yeah, man. A, another level ahead. I, I hadn't it's, thought about it before. Yeah, it's man, like, get the hell out of this. Like, get the hell out of the fiat. What are you doing? <laughs> like, get, get onto Bitcoin, right? Yeah, it, it doesn't make sense to be a slave in the fiat system. It's it simply doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's a big people always say, oh, OK, I just came into a sum of money, say it's five thousand bucks. What should I do? Should I DCA it or should I should I just smash by right now? It's like, yeah. well, you're, you're holding on to fiat. You don't want to do that. I DCA weekly because I make money weekly. Here's the money I have. I'm going to mm-hmm. put this into Bitcoin. If I came into a fat stack of cash. I would just buy Bitcoin because I don't want to hold cash. Cause if you hold cash, you're a slave and I don't want to be a slave. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's how I feel. The more I hold it. And I've kind of always felt that way about money. Like I'd always look like people get obsessed with cash, like holding cash. I'd always hold it. Just be like, this is, I don't know what this is. I never understood it, but it's just paper. And that, that was always in the back of my mind. I always thought about that. How is this worth what it's worth? And then you realize it's not, it's just because you go to jail. If you use anything else's money, Right. Right. Um, In my high school, there was a kid that, yeah, nobody knows who I am. In my high school, there was a kid that would um, bring in fake, fake cash and we would all like exchange it. Yeah. Counterfeit money. So (laughs) it got to a point where our cafe was like, just like filled with all these fake $20 bills (laughs) because we take them in and exchange them. And it's like, well, what's the difference, man? I paid quote unquote real money for this quote unquote fake money that you gave me real food for so we're just moving paper around for real goods and once you realize that it's like yeah this shit is all stupid right oh, and then and, you, yeah oh yeah go ahead no i was just gonna say uh and back to the point where you know, like the little have fun staying poor and those little sayings it's fun when bitcoin goes down or it's having a bad month and you're still going into the wall street guys and the all the fucking fiat lovers and mentions and you're just telling them to have fun staying poor. Or you're like, telling them few or like, you know, tell them it's a just defiantly saying it's an inflation hedge, even though it's like way down against the dollar, even like the past month. Like, mm-hmm. If you back up, it's way up. It's definitely an inflation hedge, but just saying that just going in there so cockily, even when they think that you have, you should be the most hum- like humble and just laughing and be like, dude, we're not a part of your system. Like, we're psychopaths in dollar terms we don't give a shit dude <laughs> like we're, I, I don't we're, we're doing fine are you doing fine like they're not going to be fine they're just going to wait around right it's like okay right. i'm buying bitcoin at 30 grand right now sweet you're buying bitcoin at 300 or 3 million i don't right. i don't care 
you're gonna do it eventually like people like to say you don't it's like you don't have a choice you do have a choice you don't have to buy bitcoin but it's gonna get to the point where all the other monies are just shit it's like my at my school they said this money is fake we don't accept this eventually people are gonna say this canadian dollar is shit i don't want this or this u.s dollar is shit i mean that's already happening in uh where is it turkey all over the place venezuela they just don't want it i actually went um i went on a trip to uh the dominican republic like a couple weeks before covid hit it was pretty like really lucky that we got to go down um and i had a guy come up to me and he he helped us move our bags from the the airport to our taxi and i had a rich uncle with me that's always been really good with money and i don't know shit about money i just you know i had my money for my vacation here's the money i'm going to spend while i'm here mm-hmm. and so i gave the guy a 20 dollar american bill and i was like i don't know man like here have this yeah it's a lot of money but to me like 20 bucks 20 bucks do i really care like i hope this makes your day better and the rich uncle was like oh my god do you know what you just did you just gave him like a week's worth or a month's worth of of money he's like that's way too much and so like okay well if it didn't mean anything to me and i just made this guy's whole month then why the hell wouldn't i give him that money you know like why would i if people value it differently so what twenty dollars is to me is and what twenty dollars is to him is two totally different values mm-hmm, right. so you you balance that against anything that you can buy i can buy you know I don't know, a lunch for 20 bucks in Canada. He can buy lunch for his family for a month in Dominican Republic. Why wouldn't I give him that? Because it's too nice. What the <laughs> hell is that? What is that? So that really tripped me up when he said that and made me upset. It's like, I'll go give this guy all my money. I don't, I don't need it. I'm here. I'm on vacation, you know? So yeah, just, just understanding what the value of money means to different people. Right. And yeah, event like to me right now, fiat is worthless, right? If anybody gives me fiat, I say, this is worthless. I'm turning it into Bitcoin. So I get paid every two weeks. My boss gives me whatever it is. Say, this is shit. I'm going to turn it into Bitcoin. If you want, you can pay me in Bitcoin. It would just make this transaction easier. He's still not doing it, whatever. He's in oil stocks. I'm like, you, I mean, of all the things he could have chosen, I'm like, okay, that's probably like second best. Yeah, but, uh, right. But it's I'm not like, the worst idea. Yeah, but uh, uh, I'm like, yeah. it's so much easier. You can just give me Bitcoin, and then we don't have to work with this slave cash. Um, but yeah, I bring it home because it's worthless to me. I buy what I need. I buy milk for my kid. We get groceries. I pay my rent, and then everything else goes into Bitcoin because I don't need fiat for anything. So fiat's worthless, man. It, and everybody's going to get to that point eventually. So you might as well just do it now. Right. So one thing. Uh... One thing I like to think about, like for me, hyper-Bitcoinization is not like this when everybody's using Bitcoin or like when they make it like the government money or the world reserve currency. To me, hyper-Bitcoinization is like a personal journey, like where you hyper-Bitcoinize as a human being and like your outlook on life. So clearly, um, everything you've just said in the past few minutes, you have hyper-Bitcoinized. Like, and I think you're there if I would say you're like, you're, you know, true blue Bitcoiner. So what are you, what does your future look like? What do you want? You want to build a house, you know, and with your, and just raise your family, have a bunch of kids. Like, 
you want to travel or do you want to move to the United States still? Like, what is your, uh, what is your hyper Bitcoinization? Like, what are you, what are you working towards? What are you manifesting as you say? Uh, so yeah, my goal is still just to enjoy every day because I realized like, you know, the present is all we have. So I just try and enjoy my time as it is. I try not to look too far into the future, but I do have goals. Um, but yeah, I think the most important thing to do is just in, enjoy the time you have now. Cause if you look too far ahead, then you get obsessed with that idea. So mm -hmm. step one is enjoy your day. Okay. I'm doing that. What's my goals for the future. Yeah. I'd like to, uh, we're thinking about doing the van life thing for a couple of years, which would be dope. I've been watching a lot of videos about that where you just uh, get like a, the converted van. So we, we're thinking about doing that, uh, traveling around if, mm. if, uh, Justin lets us and then, yeah, I'll get a farm and I'll just, you know, live out my life. That's the goal. And just hopefully raise my kid to be a good guy that can take care of himself and, uh, take care of more people. Cause I know, another one of those memes like you said is ngmi that one always hit me really hard because yeah. like i got scared when i discovered bitcoin realizing like oh people are poor and they're gonna be so fucking poor like it's gonna get really bad where people can't afford food that's what like ngmi to me means it's like oh yeah, you're, right, right. you're really not gonna make it so all the family that's talking to you now that's like oh you're crazy like we're gonna i'm gonna have to take care of those people i've kind of come yeah. to terms with that like yeah. there's just there's no other choice, right? They're going to be, oh yeah, shit. I had a hundred grand in savings and now it doesn't exist anymore. I'll be like, yeah. Are you interested in Bitcoin? Oh, well, isn't it topped out? Yeah. Like, oh, fucking Jesus. Come on, man. Like it, <laughs> there is no top you assholes, but yeah, uh, eventually those people aren't going to be able to take care of themselves because the money they use is going to be broken. I mean, you kind of already seen that now. So I want to enjoy my life. I want to take care of people and I just want to enjoy my time, man. Like whatever I want. I just want to do whatever I want to do when I want to do it. That's my goal. That's what I want to do. And I think that's what Bitcoin enables. Yeah, I think there's a there's a correlation right there between like Bitcoiners being farmers and the whole proof of work model. And then if you match that to the sort of yield farming that someone would do in, in oh, some God. sort of other coin, <laughs> it's an interesting sort of parallel between those two like proof of stake as opposed to actually proof of work like a, yeah, who, who really yeah. understands value of energy and, and time right like, they become a fucking farmer right <laughs> right 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 it's, it's all it is man like it always just comes back to what you need to survive you don't need fucking ethereums to survive you don't need chain links to survive you need food water air and shelter and then you need something to obtain those things if you don't have them so get those things i think that's why yeah i think that's why a lot of bitcoiners are looking at the the farm lifestyle it's not just i want to own a farm it's like oh the, the fiat system is going to collapse i'm not going to be able to go to the grocery store there's not going to be food mm -hmm. and like that's already happening in other countries too people in canada people in the states people in like first world countries i guess uk wherever you want to be they think that shit can't go bad which mm -hmm. is weird because it's, it's so obvious that it always right. goes bad like you look back at any point in history it's like oh yeah civilizations and societies collapse eventually and shit gets gross and ugly why wouldn't it happen now and we're seeing all the signs you look at uh yeah one of the good book one of the good bitcoin books is like uh, when money dies and it's like all the things that happen in that book are happening here people are just closing their eyes and pretending like it's not right. happening yeah you know the it the dystopia is becoming more real every day. This yes. is an interesting feeling because we've seen it in movies, you know, 10 years ago, 
15 years ago, you know, 20 years ago, this, you know, go beyond, beyond, beyond stories always tell things about what's going to happen in the future. But, but it's like, I feel like this shit is coming like more yes. and more. No, yeah. I, I totally agree. I, I've been saying like, once, you know, when, when Trump lost the election or whatever, Biden was about to take over at the time, a lot of people thought that things were going to go back to normal, quote unquote, normal. And they, they had the vaccine. Everybody was like all hopeful that the vaccine was going to get rid of COVID and that everything was going to go back to normal. And I was sitting there before that, even before COVID hit. And I said, thing, people would still talk about that. Like, oh, when Trump's gone, it'll be no. I was like, things are not going back to normal. And then COVID hit and it kept getting crazier. And people, you know, we get to the Biden thing. And he's like, no, this, it's not going to be normal. Things are not going to be less crazy it's only going to keep getting crazier and what happens it keeps getting crazier like the, get crazier. The, i mean in hindsight it's gonna get the, the, the trump years were pretty uh mild compared to what we've got now every single day every yeah, single day it's like there's no legitimacy everybody is full of shit it's almost to the point where it's it is a simulation Right. We are in a simulation. We just don't understand that we are all the ones controlling it. Whatever we're doing, we're manifesting this collectively and we're creating this satire that's unfolding in front of us and purposely just like revealing that the emperor is naked. We're like making it happen. We're like memeing it into reality somehow. I don't know how we're doing it. I don't know what the connections we're making in our minds, but we're doing it, in my opinion. And I think, so that's why I think it's going to keep getting crazier because that's what we're doing. We're accelerating this. We're doing this together. And as we're getting better at it and we're just like, we're going from fucking scandal, the story to aliens to an asteroid's going to destroy the earth like every week. And people are just not, people don't even blink anymore. People just get online and they're like, dude, Ukraine just took an L. The ghost of Kiev <laughs> is fucking, you know, it's ghost of Kiev. You know what I mean? Damn. Like we're just, we're, we're going to meme ourselves into World War Three. There's going to be another pandemic. It's going to be the monkeypox or whatever they're trying to push next. Yeah, I already muted that shit, man. Mute, and, mute monkeypox from Twitter. Do right, yourself exactly. a favor. And we're just, you know, we're just cruising along. Like, you know, I can't wait to go to the, to the picnic with Carol and the kids later. And we're going to see, we're going to play some t-ball. And then I'm going to check my phone and realize that there could be a nuclear apocalypse in a week. I'll close my phone and we'll go have beers at the pub. You know, we're living in a crazy time. You know what I think it is, man? Like, uh, looking at Bitcoin, dissonance. <laughs> you look into Bitcoin, though, and we think it's crazy now. But uh, the more I looked back at it, you, the more you look at like times from before, even the 70s or the 60s, or th- it's always been fucking nuts. And yeah, everything's right. just been controlled from the people that control the money. They, put out these stories to keep people either scared or excited or just trapped into the system. And it's always been nuts. I mean, <laughs> one of my more contra- like it's been frustrating becoming a Bitcoiner because I was pretty, there's some well, just, let me, let me like, before you go on this point, I want to hear it. I think that where you and I believe the same thing, I just want to make a point that I think when you say like they're doing it to control us or whatever, they're like trying to pacify us. I would say we're doing it to ourselves. We're the ones uh, controlling. We're the ones 
punishing ourselves or trying to control, suppress the worst thing about us in our heart. We're trying to suppress that outwardly on other people. And but, but they is yeah. us, man. They, yeah, they yeah, is I, us. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, once you okay, opt, yeah, but anyways, out, yeah, yeah. opt out of the system, and then you're like, oh yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna do that. It's that slave mentality. It's like you bring totally. in yes. more evil to the world. I think there's exactly. a there's a battle of good and evil going on, and people in a fiat system are just obsessed with evil and the ones that are at the top controlling We're freeing it are, our minds you yes. free your mind yeah, and you just yeah. you realize that it's all just crazy made-up stories that none of it none of it matters man right like all you have to do is care about what's going on in your life and just enjoy your life because yeah like uh i was gonna say all these controversy like what are they called conspiracy theories for so mm-hmm. long that seemed so like oh if you believe that you're crazy yeah i mean the one that That's hit the me default hard, now yeah the one that hit me hardest i think was climate change because i was all in that uh that was going on and then bitcoin is like oh this is stupid and then uh Saifdean said yeah they tell the kids that cow farts are gonna melt the planet and i'm like oh i was that kid like i remember being in grade i don't know six and the teacher saying well one of the main causes of um climate change is cow farts actually because we're and i was like holy shit and you just i ate it up when i was a kid and then you just realize how stupid it is like all you have to do is take a step back and think about it. Like you take one step back from that system, somebody says this is stupid, and then you you can either try and prove them wrong or right. And like <laughs> I, I appreciate Safety for saying that because I'm like, yeah, I mean he's right. They're trying to get people to stop eating meat because whatever, and it's like it's the best thing for you. Uh, yeah, just Why all do you of. I think they want people to stop eating meat. What is the push for that? Why do they want people to stop? Eating and then, oh, know. that's alternatively, this is interesting. I just saw a correlation between Bitcoiners being beef eaters and meat eaters specifically, and then a narrative it, to stop eating meat, like an emergency so I think not eating meat. I, when it comes to the meat thing, I don't think that one's a grand conspiracy. I don't think there's necessary. I think they're just, they they think something is, and they're wrong, like the Malthusians. Like they just, they they truly believe that the earth is going to be overpopulated and that we're going to run out of resources. It, 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 there's a varying degree of what they'll actually say, but it, 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 it always boils down to what logically has to be. There's too many people consuming too many resources and it's going to collapse. It, it won't work. So whatever that's their fundamentalist view. So everything they basically want to consume less animals and reduce the human population so it's not consuming too many resources that's what they want they can't say that they want to like reduce the population but there's that that's the logical conclusion of what they of they yeah their outlooks they want people weak so that they can be controlled so i mean you just another thing that's blaringly obvious is you look at a vegan versus a carnivore and i was like oh Mm -hmm. shit that's obvious um but yeah, I mean, the more people there are, the more people there are to take care of. And there's psychos at mm-hmm. the top that just are obsessed with power. That I'm convinced of. There's people that just yeah. want to be in power for the sake of power. I but think they, they have evil in their heart and they just want to drive an evil narrative and just be like, ha I did it. I controlled the world. And I think that's been going on for a hell of a long time. And mm-hmm. they've been able to do, to do it through the monetary system because they can enslave people. And so, yeah, if you get people to not eat meat and if you get people to man if you if you can control what people eat and you make them dependent on your food then they you become their master right so right now 
It's like if you go to the grocery store to feed yourself, you have a master. Somebody controls you. So if they say, well, you're not allowed to eat meat, maybe they do it just for the lulls. Who knows, man? I don't yeah. know. Maybe they really just do it for the lulls. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I've started, I, I kind of did the carnivore thing. I don't go hardcore on it. Like I eat steaks pretty much every night, but I'm still doing yogurt and fruit because it's mm-hmm. yummy. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much the same. Yeah, man. But uh, they don't want people to eat meat. They don't want people to be able to take care of themselves. That's what it is. They need people to not be able to take care of themselves so that they can take care of them because they're insane people that want power over others. And they do that by you holding on to their money and eating their food and drinking their water. And if you just stop doing that, then you're not a slave anymore. And they get grumpy about it, but there's nothing they can do about it. Before, what they could do is they could take all your money away. They could take all your resources away. But now, right, Bitcoin, yeah. they can't take shit. They can't take anything away from you. I know you guys just had Diligent on a little while ago. Like He's just like, yeah, yeah, fuck this, man. I'm going to go run into the forest. You guys can all fuck off. I'll take care of myself. Like That's what, <laughs> that's what I used to say early on. It's like, yeah, man, Bitcoin lets you just get naked and run in the forest and eat berries. Like That's what right. you should want to do. Because otherwise, you're just you're just on treadmill forever for nothing, and somebody else is taking care of you. I just I never liked the idea of being taken care of, and uh, but you didn't have a choice, right? Like you didn't have a choice, and once you realize you have a choice on everything, it becomes uh, a little overwhelming. But at least at least you're not a slave if you can right. if you can feed yourself. And that's why they don't like Bitcoin because if you free your mind, then everything that we're talking about. Are too skeptical they can't uh they can't make us eat the bugs they can't yeah, make us turn down our electricity use fuck them well all their lives become so blatantly obvious too right, right it's like right. all the conspiracies all the wars all the fucking shit shed light they do. on all their yeah. all the cockroaches you know yeah like everything they do to keep people scared you're just like oh this is just a fear spell i'm just not gonna pay attention right. to this right right that's a good, then, that's a fear spell. That's I've never wow, heard of that way, but that's, that's exactly beautiful. it's a modern fear spell. Very poetic. That's all oh. fucking all the COVID shit on the news. Is, it's all modern fear spell. Yeah, Jeez. it traps it traps your mind to being scared, and it, you're a lot easier to control if you're scared. That's why people got so mad. I don't know where you guys are at, but yeah, if you go into a store and you weren't wearing a mask, people would be, think you're evil. Right. right. And it's right. like, no, man, you're just you're just mind controlled. Like, take mm-hmm. your mask off. What the fuck are you doing? Look at the stats. And, like, I, that's another thing. I, I talked to other friends and family of mine while I was going through this. I'm like, here's some stats on what ma- the masks do. Here's the COVID stats. And they just say, like, oh, I don't need any of this anti-vaxxer bullshit in here. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I don't need it's, to yeah, talk to you forever, too. Whatever. It's like it's like a novel, right? Like, it's like they're pointing to the, the, the blue sky and they're saying it's red. And, yeah. and it's like you're sitting there looking at it, you're like it's obviously not red and but all the people around you are like it's red they said it's red and you're like are you fucking kidding me right now that's what's uh, nice it's like it makes you feel crazy but at least you have the truth on your side that's why i like bitcoin right? it's like well if Objective. i'm nuts yeah. at least here's the truth two plus two equals five you can't change it <clears throat> so hell yeah yeah so, well, you- so, jeff yeah how are you doing on time by the way I don't know. I don't know how long it's been. I'm, I can it's, keep rolling if you want to keep rolling. It's been about an hour, but I okay. have to tell you two gentlemen that I have to take a call at okay. Oh yeah, let's uh, at nine thirty. So that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what I can do. Ten minutes. Let's do ten. Ten minutes. I'm yeah. I'm still here and I'm down. 
Okay, right on. So yeah, what uh, what else is exciting about Bitcoin? <laughs> you know, Bitcoin yeah. caught, caught my uh, really catches my attention with Bitcoin the most is the aspect of memory, which is what I sort of come at it a lot from. I, I think that the, that's one of the strongest features of it is just this idea that we can attach our memories to this thing because it's like literally we can all agree that this is exactly the time that everything happened. It's all right here. It's on the blockchain. You know what I'm saying? It's a yeah. No, totally. It's all it's all there to see. I mean that that's what makes it so appealing too. You can you can run your own node and then you can just see everything that's ever happened in the Bitcoin and, time chain, and you don't and have buy, to. Yeah, and it's and it's it's objective, right? Like by that by looking by knowing how Bitcoin works, you can see the history and know mathematically that because no energy could have been produced to change this. Like you, you can, you know, it can't be manipulated with like, you can, you can read a religious text that's been translated for thousands of years, mm-hmm. but you can't really trust that, that hasn't been changed. <laughs> we can hope that the ideas have made it through, but they've, the translators definitely had incentive to change that. But you, you can see the Bitcoin ledger and whatever's on that. You can trust that that has not been fucked with. Yeah, it's, it's uh, oh, yeah, what are you going to say? I was gonna say it's, it's amazing that, you know, that's the tool. Just the idea that we can record each other's transactions is the tool that would like set us straight. It's a right. crazy concept. Yeah, I, people like to, I, I think one of the best tech definitions of what is uh, Bitcoin, and you just say it's money, and then you ask, what is money? It's just technology that people use. And so, how does the technology work? Well, the fiat system technology is shit. Gold system was okay. The barter system was probably the best because it was just instant. It's like, I'll give you this. You give me this. Mm. There's no bullshit in between. But Bitcoin's just like, here's everything that's happened. Here's where the value is. And here's what you can do. And you can go back and you can check it. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's there forever. And we're here at the beginning, man. It's fucking nuts. That That's something that trips me out a lot too, yeah. is just... I think uh, I was thinking about this today. You know, like if I asked either of you right now, when in time, if you could go back in time, when would you go? I'd go back to like the American West, like to be a cowboy. Okay. Out, and like out when there was like, you know, the government wasn't out there. You were just, yeah. I, just I, do, I, do I get one, one time that I get to choose this or? Yeah, one get, time, like, one time. Ooh. Um, no that's a hard one man i can't even answer that it's but it's probably within my lifetime oh yeah okay this yeah. but this is what i was thinking the of 90s. Is that <laughs> the 90s would be dope i think i have a theory that anybody born like after 2140 or even 100 years from now or even 50 years from now most of their answers probably 90 to 95 percent will be I want to go back to the birth of Bitcoin because it changed civilization forever. Yeah. Like yeah. there's the, time yeah, before internet. Bitcoin and then there's after Bitcoin. There was a society with a broken money for all of human history. And then Bitcoin was invented. I wanted to see what that, the birth of that was like. I think we're extremely lucky to be alive while this thing is just, just being born. And right. I think, uh, yeah, one of the good sayings I saw is like, uh, we were born, you guys are probably roughly the same age as me. We were born too late to explore the earth and too early to explore the stars. But mm-hmm. we get to bring to life 
true hard sound money like that changes civilization and humankind forever it's pretty dope man it's a good time to be alive gotta appreciate it even with all the madness hell yeah dude that's bullish yo jeff thank you for coming on this podcast <laughs> uh, appreciate appreciate it um yeah you want to just let uh, yeah, let everyone yeah. know where they can find you or what, oh yeah your my, work my shilling point yeah there, uh, there it is okay guys if you like uh this podcast you might like my podcast we've had dan on a couple times mike if you ever want to come on you have a open invitation i fucking love talking about bitcoin so that's what we do it's called uh the why bitcoin podcast you can just search why bitcoin in any of the podcast apps um if you want to find me i'm on twitter i'm at why bitcoin j and our podcast twitter is at why bitcoin underscore um i think that's it man yeah dude this was fun uh, i'm always down to talk about bitcoin there's so much more i, I was just like racking my brain today like, Ooh, what do i want to bring up because i never stop man i never stop thinking about bitcoin i'm obsessed so i'm, I'm always open to talk and if yeah, anybody ever right wants with to you. I yeah, got dude. those, I get those manic episodes too, man. We're just like, boom, 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 boom. Like, this is right crazy. In. It's crazy. Everything's crazy. Everything's changing. So yeah, man, right on. Good. Thanks for having me on guys. I appreciate it. This is a lot of fun. Thank you, man. Thank you. I'm going to hit it. Thanks again for listening to the high hash rate podcast. You can find us at, at high hash rate on Twitter and we'll see you in the next one.